Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, here with a little pre-take to the podcast Riker and I recorded yesterday. So this audio was actually recorded before the Victor Oladipo news wanting out of Indiana dropped. So yeah, that's that's a report for people that don't know. Oladipo wants out of Indiana. So it's it, this is sort of prefaced around a Bleach Report article that came out a couple weeks back talking about a potential Fred Van Vliet for Oladipo trade and then all the rumors that have surrounded that. So this, this sort of discussion got a lot more real after this report, so excited for you guys to listen to the video. And uh, before we get into that, just want to mention, shout out to all you guys for getting to 15k subscribers. I know we mentioned on one of the podcasts, but wanted to start it off with something like that. So Riker and I are now on the road for 20k subscribers, so we really appreciate everyone listening, everyone watching, to definitely hit the subscribe button if you've been a consistent listener, if you like the content. And yeah, you guys are the best. Let's swing into the video. Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest. Riker, we have a little trade scenario thrown out by Bleacher Report, and everyone loves these sorts of trade articles. I know everyone agrees with a, a Bleacher Report take every time they put one out, so we'll, we'll just break this one down. But uh, the Toronto Raptors could potentially trade, or should trade, according to Bleacher Report, Fred Van Vliet to the Indiana Pacers, Riker, for Victor Oladipo. Obviously, an, a past all-star has dealt with a lot of injuries, this has been something that's been talked about for, I think, since this article was posted, I think about a, a couple weeks ago or so now, but we're finally getting around to it. What are your thoughts on this, Riker? Okay, first of all, Ben, you're saying that everybody always believes that sarcasm was high at the beginning of this. Bleacher <laughs> Report comes out with some of the, the worst articles about the Raptors that I've ever seen in my life. I sent them to you every wasn't time. It, hmm? Wasn't they wanted to trade Fred or something for, uh, for Derrick Rose like a few months ago? I don't even know. <laughs> Yeah, listen, let's knock it into the shambles that is Bleacher Report, you know, following the Raptors or suggesting anything about the Raptors. But we're talking about a sign and trade. And what is particularly interesting about this is, one, the timing and saying, well, how much money is Fred going to command in the offseason? We have reports saying the Knicks are looking at $22 million or more for Fred Van Vliet. We're saying, do the Raptors see a future if they need to match a contract that's $25 million, maybe more, when the Raptors are still looking at big guys next season like Giannis you know does he fit into that and in our video breaking that down we basically said you're going to pay Fred probably anything that he's offered to keep him around but it might hurt if it starts creeping up above that 22 23 million dollars whatever but another name that has been floated around to say why we might want to keep salary space is because of Victor Oladipo hitting the the next season's offseason so if we did a sign and trade situation where Fred Van Vliet goes you get Victor Oladipo back for a season you're able to keep that cap space uh maybe that is something that would be enticing Ben and uh, the fans have been calling for it yeah it's been it's been swirling around Toronto Raptors land about Depot potentially coming to the Raptors and you brought it up because Fred Van Vliet is going to get a long-term deal. He deserves a long-term deal. He deserves that big money, and I expect it to come from the Raptors. But if the Raptors were to make this trade with the Pacers, then we do still keep that flexibility for 2021. Now, you run the risk of Victor Oladipo potentially leaving and leaving you know, that next offseason and all that sort of stuff the same way sort of Kawhi did. It would be potentially for a rental, but obviously he's not as big of a risk as a player like Kawhi Leonard was. But... Depot's an interesting, and you obviously, you brought up how Depot was a big name for 2021. The biggest fish in that pond that we're trying to, we're trying to pick up is Giannis Antetokounmpo. So I guess that 
you're you're opening up more possibilities to keep that door open for Giannis, even though that's its own sort of thing. We got to do another Giannis tracker video now in the next week, few weeks or so, break down all the news, keep everyone up to date. But regardless, Depot's an interesting player because I think name-wise, everyone would say Depot's the more talented, the better player who's an all-star, all that sort of stuff. But you look at the stats, particularly for the past two seasons, and he's dealt with a lot of injuries, and that's a big reason for this being the case, but only averaged about 19 points per game, six rebounds, five assists uh, during the 2018-2019 campaign, only played 36 games, and la- and then in the 2019-2020 season, only averaged 15 points per game breaker, shooting 31% from three. That's way down from Fred's close to 19-18 points per game on 40-plus percent shooting. So stats-wise, Depot hasn't been the player of Fred Van Vliet the past two seasons, really. So No, but obviously- okay, but, but last the last two seasons really are a write-off for Victor Oladipo. Yeah. If you're going to yeah. compare him, you're kind of looking at his OKC, or yeah, or, I guess his first season at Indiana. Yep. Yeah, because yeah, he played, I think, all the 75 games. He played 75 games, and that's when he looked good. I mean, shooting 47% from the field in that season, 37% from three, and that's the season that asserted himself as one of the better guards in the NBA because he took over mm-hmm. some games, and he looked legit, and he took an Indiana team that – you know, their direction was looking a little bit weird. They made this trade, or did they sign him, or did they trade him from OKC? It was the, it was the Paul George trade. So they yeah, traded the uh, Paul, Paul George, George for Sabonis. When they were saying, oh, you're basically signing away Paul George for peanuts, and then Sabonis and uh, Victor Oladipo just turned amazing. <laughs> made them, yep. Yeah, so we all know the situation, but you're looking at that season's Victor Oladipo, and still the stats, you could compare them and say that Fred Van Vliet is a more sound player mm-hmm. because – three-point percentage which is something that the Raptors fans particularly concentrate on he is better I think than uh Victor Oladipo Fred's then definitely also... a better shooter even at Depot at his peak Fred is without a doubt the better shooter it's... than Depot exactly but we circle almost every conversation back to playoffs and I guess Victor Oladipo clearly doesn't have a lot of playoff experience but you know this guy he offers you more size he's a more true shooting guard he probably has more of that clutch vein i would say and the ability to create and again we're going to look at that Celtic series and say if you had a guy that could create and score finish in the paint probably better than Fred Van Vliet could that could be an asset and i look at overall this deal cuz you could be like you're crazy why would you bring in Fred- Victor Oladipo who's barely played 20 games over the last two seasons i think that's why you know you look at height you look at athleticism ability to create his own shot I, I could see why this would make sense for the Raptors. Yeah, and uh, I agree with everything you said, maybe aside from the clutch factor, because we haven't really seen it from Depot consistently on the big stage, whereas Fred, even though he's had some some downs, particularly the, the Sixer series last year and a couple games versus Boston and whatnot, but Fred's been pretty consistent on the biggest of stages, the conference finals, the NBA finals, had some big big nights despite that final shot versus the Boston Celtics, so I, I think Fred's clutch factor is definitely there, but the big thing that you bring up, Breaker, is the one thing Fred just won't be able to really elevate about his game, because I think Fred's going to improve, but He's a smaller guard, and as a two-guard, especially with Lowry, we're expecting him to stay now for at least a couple more years. Fred Van Vliet and Kyle Lowry in the backcourt is small, and the Raptors have made it work. It doesn't affect them on defense because Fred and Lowry are just phenomenal defenders. They're hounds. They don't let anyone bully them or anything like that. They're good rebounding guards, but we saw it in the Celtics in the postseason versus the Celtics this year, and particularly versus the Sixers last year. Fred Van Vliet struggles attacking the rim. 
He when there's bigs down there, the defense is ready for him slashing because he's got a handle to get in there. He gets to the right places, but finishing over the trees down low, it, it's tough for a smaller guard that isn't a a Jaw Morant who can jump 500 feet in the air like NBA Jam or something like that. So. It's that's one issue that will plague Fred Van Vliet for for his career. He either needs to develop uh, sort of a finishing ability like Lowry, where he really pushes people off with his his body and creates that space, or he's going to have to develop a floater, floater, these sorts of things that I don't know if he necessarily has in his bag right now. Whereas Oladipo, yes, he's not as good of a shooter, and and these sorts of things, I don't think intangible. I think Fred Van Vliet's the intangibly better player, more skilled and whatnot. Depot's got that athleticism. He can dunk. I believe he won the dunk contest once. He he finishes around the rim really well. And from the in terms of postseason, because that's all we really care about, is Depot had a really good series against LeBron that that year. He ended up sweeping us for them the last time. His last year in Cleveland took the Cleveland Cavaliers to seven. Depot played phenomenal that series. He was arguably one goaltending call away from actually winning that one. So Depot has. It's a, it's an interesting look. It's an interesting debate, Riker. Well, the Raptors fans' ears perk up when they hear anybody having success against LeBron because everybody remembers oh so acutely LeBronto. And so anybody that doesn't stress out and doesn't get absolutely paralyzed on the court when they face that man, they're like, hold up. Is there a potential that we could get him here with us? You know. But I think really the reason why he's become a main discussion point as a free agent is not because we want him necessarily at the two, or we we don't want him as the next floor general. We're looking at, all right, it's pretty much a shoe-in, or it's a lock that Fred Van Vliet is going to be our point guard of the future. And yep. yeah, for now, we're looking at keeping Kyle Lowry and Fred Van Vliet in tandem around. We want to... Obviously, we want to have Fred, sorry, Kyle Lowry on the roster for as long as possible. We know what he can do. But if you look at bringing in Oladipo as a free agent a season from now, you slip Fred Van Vliet naturally into that one position where he'd be perfect for as a creator, guy off the pick and roll, a point guard that can shoot the three, and then have him running the backcourt with Victor Oladipo who can slash, who can attack, who can also shoot decently himself, but he's more of a true shooting guard in today's NBA. I think that's what gets fans so excited. So it is a much more interesting debate when we bring up, well, if we have to get rid, we have to just replace one for one Fred Van Vliet with Victor Oladipo, does that make sense, right? Because then who's the point guard of the future? Is Victor Oladipo the point guard of the future? And then in that case, do we need, is Norm going to become the, the starting shooting guard when Lowry kind of ages out? You know, does is that like too far ahead to think of? Because I think most people, Ben, correct me if I'm wrong, are probably banking on Fred Van Vliet being the one. Like yeah, that's, that's the plan right now. I guess if you do trade for Depot, the, the plan would be ride Lowry out as long as you can, then maybe look to draft, look to sign, maybe Terrence Davis. Obviously, he's an off guard, and he struggled in the playoffs this year. He showed a, he did show a lot of promise throughout his rookie year, and the, the tail end, especially with the mask stuff, I know people are pretty low on him right now. We could do a whole video on Terrence Davis, but his ability to slash himself, he's a guy that can finish above the rim and stuff in the paint, and the dribble, shoot, all these sorts of things. He's just a little bit raw as a rookie right now. He could potentially maybe be that guy. Obviously, he's not the playmaker either Fred or Lowry are as of yet. We haven't really seen him play on the ball too, too much throughout the course of the season. So I think maybe he's theoretically that guy because Norman Powell, Depot, Matt Thomas, those are those are pure shooting guards. But yeah, it's an interesting point you bring up. And Riker, so I guess, I guess the question is, 
do you think Depot will come back to that level of play that he had in 2018, 20, 2017, 2018? Because even though he's been injured, he has played in some games after recovering from injuries, and obviously it takes some time to get back in a rhythm, and he hasn't had that opportunity to get back in a rhythm. But the stats aren't that appealing from the current day Victor Oladipo in terms of what he's been able to do. He's only 27 years old, but he's dealt with injuries over the course of his career. And, you know, he's a guy that's not like Fred Van Vliet, whose game is built off just skill and swerving around people and stuff like that. He's an athletic player. So is it even worth the risk to, to make, you know, sign or trade for Depot, trade a valuable asset like Fred for Depot and maybe pay him a long-term deal if he's going to have these injury issues? Well, again, that's, that is a great point to bring up, Ben. And the reason you'd be comfortable to bring him in this season, even on a rental, is because we'd both agree that for next season, the Raptors are probably not going to be a championship contender. But whether it's him at the two or Fred Van Vliet at the two, they're going to be a good team. Because they're both going to be able to... We're one... Gonna... Gonna That's a... That... <laughs> bro, we almost made the conference finals, and our best player was just really off his game. We And I think we would have... A lot of Raptors fans agree we would have handedly beat the heat i don't know maybe that's a hot take but i i think we could have been the finals we played the lakers really well throughout the course of the season i think we could be championship contenders especially if we make some moves and stuff next year and siakam comes back normal well i love your optimism ben i don't think that, again i don't think that raptors fandom is really on that bandwagon after this year's disappointing to say the least exit but i'll listen i i love the optimism and uh, i'll give you the benefit <laughs> of the doubt here but again my point is you can bring, you can sign and trade Van Vliet. You can bring Victor Oladipo in. Maybe it increases the marketability of Toronto as a free agent destination with Oladipo, who is a promising guy. He probably has a little more clout big around name. the league. Yeah. yeah, he's a bigger name. So if you brought him on a one year on a sign and trade, you don't even really necessarily care if you sign him again, um, just because it probably, again, it probably makes Toronto a little more marketable. And you know you're going to still be a good team, whether you have Van Vliet at the two or Victor Oladipo at the two. But it's a great point that you bring up about injuries. Will he get back to that level? Because if you're signing Fred for the sign and trade, you're signing him on a long-term deal. And you know what he's yeah. able to give. You know what his potential is. You know what his shooting's like. And you're comfortable to make that guy your future point guard, right? Mm-hmm. You, you're, you're comfortable with that. And so are you willing to trade away a guy who's pretty certain for a guy who is not so certain? He's he's still not at the level that he was. And we don't know how much higher his ceiling is than Fred Van Vliet's ceiling, really, because he was just starting his trajectory into stardom in that season, that 2017-2018 season. And then obviously all the injuries hit. So, Ben, the answer is I don't know, because we've seen guys bounce back fine terrifically from injuries and then you know for every case like that we've seen the d roses and the paul georges and everybody that you know the injuries just seem to plague them year after year or or it tweaks their game or their shooting form and all of a sudden they kind of suck when the when the moment matters the most yeah no it's it's definitely something that has to be taken into account as you brought up it could go the the d rose way or it could go the Kawhi leonard way when we traded him after coming off of injuries and that's why i think because some people are saying, like, why on earth would the Pacers ever do this deal? And I think they do it because they probably want more of a sure thing. The Pacers are a team, obviously a smaller market. They want to maintain 
a high level of play on the court. Obviously, Fred Van Vliet's an NBA champion. They have Depot and Brogdon. Brogdon's more of an off-ball player, so having a point guard to come in, match him in the backcourt, rather than running sort of two shooting guards in the backcourt, that could be a, a thing. But people debate whether Brogdon should be a point or, or shooting guard. That could be... We're not... That's not what we're going to talk about in this. So, I don't know. I, I think for all the reasons we bring up, the Pacers are reasons for why the Pacers may do it. And... We've, we say it on every video we make, Riker. Every move we do is for the playoffs because the Raptors are consistently a very strong team. I think regular season, we haven't really had any worries for the past five, six years. So every move we make is for playoffs and winning another championship. And do you want to risk, as we as we did with Kawhi, to, to you know, because Depot, theoretically, you know, the, the ceiling for Victor Oladipo for, uh, in terms of what he potentially could be at full health. This guy may be averaging 25 points per game that can shoot, that can slash, that can be a primary, primary bucket getter and surrounded by players like Siakam, OG, and all these types of guys could really make for a strong team. And against a team like the Celtics, maybe is more of a consistent threat to, to score. And, you know, his floor is a guy that's just constantly injured and is a complete non-factor. Whereas Fred Van Vliet, you know he can run a team. He's steady, right? He's steady. He'll probably average close to 20 points per game next year. He'll knock down some threes. He'll struggle finishing in the lane. But he's going to be a a fringe all-star caliber player. Fred will be for sure. Depot could either be that, you know, arguably all-NBA guy to just an injury-riddled role player. Yeah, absolutely. And the question, again, you said it, it always going to come back to playoffs. And would you have rather had in this Celtics series this season's Fred Van Vliet or this season's Oladipo? Obviously, you're going to pick Fred Van Vliet. But would you have mm-hmm. rather had this season's Fred Van Vliet or 2017-2018 Oladipo? You'd probably pick that guy for the Celtics series because at least he'd you know create, he'd attack that game seven where the ball just it seemed very dead and offense seemed stagnant uh, in game seven. You know, Oladipo probably would have sparked some life, probably would have gave the Raptors more of a fighting chance. But again, yeah, you, you'd have to be giving away a guy that is very certain and yes. you'd be putting all your chips in that. And let's say you don't re-sign Victor Oladipo or you, you know, because you'd be getting him in on a one year and it doesn't work out. What is Masai Ujiri's plan then? At the you now you you basically you've aged out Kyle Lowry and you've gotten rid of, gotten rid of Fred VanVleet. So you you have to think long term here, Ben. And that's why this is going to be my final point, my conclusion. You don't sign and trade for Victor Oladipo. You look for him in the free agency. Yeah, I, I'm in agreement with you, and just hope for the best with with free agency 2021. I he's not a Kawhi Leonard player. Where in terms of because Kawhi Leonard, we saw it be a finals MVP, it be a guy that's shown to be arguably in the MVP discussion. Depot was never at that level, so even if he returns to pre-injury form, it's not a, a finals MVP surefire guy like we, we were risking with Kawhi. So obviously you can make the debate whether you want to keep DeMar as a bigger asset than Fred, but I think right now Fred is at that DeMar level in terms of player that you want to keep on a team. So maybe a little bit less because DeMar really changed our franchise and he had high value at that time. So I don't know, Riker. I I lean towards your side of things, but maybe if a physical comes back, we see some off-season video footage that always baits us, like that Stanley those Stanley Johnson videos that are going around right now that make him look like Kawhi Leonard. But it is what it is. You know, I I might be changing my mind. I know a lot of people from just sort of the comments and all that want Victor Oladipo. So 
it's it's interesting let us know what you guys think in the comment section below you're the best to make this far check out the twitter the instagram all that cool stuff any last words Riker? Mm, nope that's it for me ben cheers <laughs>